0: Welcome to Stacking Stones Podcast. I'm Pastor Mark, and today we have a special guest. We have Dr. Evelyn Mosley with us. Dr. Evelyn, would you say hello to the folks out there, please? Hi. Awesome. Awesome. Well, if you're new to Stacking Stones Podcast, we have one purpose in mind, and that is to give testimony of the Lord, of hearing God and seeing his miracles. And today... Dr. Evelyn, she's an old friend of mine. We were in school together way, way back, long, I don't know, 10 years ago, something like that. And uh, she's going to give a testimony, of a really amazing God moment in her life. Um, But before you do that, Dr. Evelyn, would you be willing to just give a little bit of history of a little background of who you are, kind of um, um, your life uh, in a nugget, so to speak, before we start getting into the testimony? Would you be willing to do that? Oh,
1: Sure. Well, thank you so much, Pastor Mark, for um, allowing me to come on and give a supernatural testimony. But I am a small-town girl from Wachula, Florida, um, and um, stayed lived in a very poverished community. I was determined. I've been hearing God's voice since I was four years old. Um, I lost my father to murder when he was three months, and I cried all the time, wanting a father. And I met the father before I met God. And so he asked me to be, could he be my father? And I said, yes. And from that point throughout my life, um, as I've gone through much trials and tribulations, I've always heard my father's voice. Um, until this day, I've had many dreams and visions in my life and, um, pretty much have, um, have been disobedient sometimes, but thank God I got back on path. Um, God has called me to, he called me to, um, Ministry called me into doing the supernatural. Um, I didn't, I became a doctor at first after I became a, I got my counseling degree, um, because God called me into seminary and also to get my, um, doctorate in marriage and family therapy. Um, and I obeyed and thank God I, um, I graduated. So, um, I have three kids and, um, I'm just, and I live in Florida. So I'm just thankful to be here. And thank you so much again, Pastor Mark for this opportunity.
0: Amen. Amen. That's so cool. So, um, so share with us, um, a little bit about, uh, what just start go from the beginning of the the testimony you want to share about how God spoke to you?
1: Okay. Um, one day, um, I was, um, uh, it was on a Sabbath and the Lord had called me and he told me to go lay down and sleep to go to sleep. I felt this type of sleepness on me that um, from time to time, whenever I've had those type of sleeps, that kind of rest that God has put on me, um, I'll fall asleep and I'll have dreams. Um, this one particular vision that I had, I went and I laid down. And this thing, you know, I woke up and found myself in this place. Um, there had different it had different elements, um, different events was going on. Um, those elements was this humongous like cornerstone um, hints like in Egypt when you see like this pyramid and it has the stones as if you could climb up um, and on these stones and then this noise it had this really ferocious noise like a shh shh like, I mean it was really loud it was very obnoxious um, and, um, and I can see these stones they were turning every time it would shift with that noise. I, it would turn from like a life looking color to a grayish color, meaning like that went from life to death. Um, and then I looked to my right. I can see Jesus. He was really tall and he had on this long white garment. For some reason, the first thing I looked at was his feet and I seen he had on these sandals. Um, and then I, I just looked all the way up and he had on this. This long gar, this long string like brown on his waist. Um, his his sleeves, the garment was like covering his hands. Um, late, like so elegantly, like very soft. Um, but his arms was very long. I looked up and the garment went all the way up to his neck. And then I looked in his eyes and I can see his eyes like moving, and they were like turning different colors. They were like an, o- they were like orange and green and blue and um it's like I was getting like lost in it um and as I in my mind I was talking in my mind it's like I couldn't bring the words out of my mouth um and he was answering my questions I was just like what is that when those me hearing those people's names they that he was saying it's like for example like John Smith the uh, you know saying different names and he was saying that um he started quoting hebrews 10:26 um he was quoting scripture he was quoting john 3:15 and he was saying um he was quoting romans i think 3:23 the wages of sin is death and he was saying these are my children that had a, a, got salvation and they are returning back like dogs returning back to their vomit they 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 were saved they were set free and they continuing to willfully sin and i was like willfully sinning he was meaning it would he meant like they are making decisions they're they're on their own by their own will making decisions to go back to that lifestyle so they was going this way and they decided to make a decision to willfully sin and just go back from what he delivered them from to go back to that sin and that their wages of sin is weighing down and they're on their way to hell Um, and so after that, then this thing, you know, I look, um, to my right and I can see this long, these people sitting on this long bench and they were like looking straight ahead. Um, and then he points and he calls this person by his name. Um, I didn't, I heard the name in the dream, but I didn't remember it when I woke up, but he gave it to me later. But anyway, um, the person walked up to him, um, and he was standing in front of him and, uh, he Jesus points to him and he says he's being judged to eternal hell. And when Jesus say that you've been judged to eternal hell, this guy, like he started screaming like it was unnatural Um, mm-hmm. in my mind. I'm like, why is he screaming like that? And God says his soul is is, is in flames like it's an inflame like he he has this thirst. For Jesus, and it is so strong that it feels like this burning sensation, and he can't get the thirst of Jesus. I can't explain it, but it's like you wanted Jesus so bad, but now you can't even have him when you have the opportunity, and it feels like flames of fire. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so this thing, you know, my body moves up real close next to the guy. I start pleading with God, please don't give him one more chance. The guy is saying, I'll let people know who you are. I'll tell people, I'll obey your voice when you talk. tell me to tell a person and talk to them about you. I'll do it. And Jesus looked, he was looking at me and then his head moved. And he looked directly at the guy and he said, it's too late. Next thing you know, I see Jesus like, his head moved that way. Uh, And then I looked and then my body like moved really fast like to this place and it looked like um yeah, elevator and it opened up and these two I didn't know at the time what they were but they looked like they looked like angels but they didn't look they looked like evil angels later I found out they were Nephilim um they walked out like in single they were like together they didn't even like miss a beat they walked out um synchronized Uh, And the man looked back and he started screaming. They started walking towards him in sync. They didn't look to the right, left. They went straight and they grabbed the man's hand on hand. They hands. They were like they both in sync, grabbed his arms. I can see the man's like feet was kind of like limp, like he couldn't stand. I didn't ice Jesus right then. I iced him like later, but the man is screaming. He's still pleading. I'm pleading for the man. Um, the 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 nephilim picked the man up and then they walked, they maneuvered around. They started walking by too. Um, and now these people that were sitting, they were still sitting there because Jesus says that everything he do, he has witnesses. And so he was walking. They walked and then my body moved real quick up to the... Um, that thought was an elevator. And God said, that's a chamber. And so I can see another Nephilim. It was standing. I can see the two knobs uh, where he was standing. And I asked Jesus in my mind, like, what is a chamber? And Jesus said, a chamber is when something goes to the very high and it doesn't melt and the very cold and it doesn't freeze. And I was saying in my mind, like, why is this Why is this Nephilim on the chamber and he didn't come out? And Jesus said, that's his job. That's what he do around the clock, but I'm not subject to time, Evelyn. And he says, he pushes the button and the button go down. He pushes the button, the button go up. He said, that's his, this is job. It's the two Nephilim's jobs. Whenever I judge people to hell, they come and get them and they take them to hell. And so the man was on there. I can see the man, I can see the two Nephilim standing in the background, the lighting inside the the chamber. It was like a, um, It was like a dim light. It wasn't a bright light. And so um, I can see the Nephilim push the button as he pushed the button and the the chamber closed. And then it started going down as it was going down. I can hear these voices screaming. And then I felt like this this wave vapor of heat just like go like on my body. And it felt like a liquid Jesus. I can't explain it any other way. But it felt like Jesus was like liquid, but hot and I couldn't grab him. and I can hear these people screaming. They were saying, Jesus, help us. Even though it was like millions of voices, it sounded like millions of voices. They were sounded clear. I can clearly hear them, but it was a lot. But I can clearly hear them. It wasn't. Um. Uh, like it, I couldn't hear their, what they were saying. Um, and then the chamber closed. Um, and when the chamber closed, I looked at Jesus. I was really scared because God knows I have did some horrible things to the Lord. Um, and I looked at Jesus and I asked God, I said, why am I here? And he says, you go and tell them, Evelyn. He said, you tell from one to millions that I'm coming back to repent. I'm coming back. Um, and this thing, you know, I woke up in my bed. I can still feel like a heat on my body. It's something that seemed like I was there forever. It was only like, I looked at the clock and I was only asleep for a few minutes, but it seemed like I was there for like hours. Wow. Um. Yeah.
0: So, you know it's about hearing God and seeing his miracles. Obviously God speaks to us in visions and dreams and prophetic. So he spoke to you. What did what happened after that dream or that vision? Can you share a little bit about after that? You know, did you have conversations with the Lord about it? Tell me, um, would you share with the directions that he's given that he gave you after the vision because that's also pretty impactful. And then how did it um, relate to you personally.
1: Okay, um, that's a good question. After it happened, it took me it took me a couple of weeks to process it because I went in prayer,
0: yeah, trying
1: to get some clarity. I was still feeling scared. Um,
0: oh,
1: okay, I had actually prayed to God and asked Him not to um, do that to me again. Uh, just as I had asked Him not to take me to hell, and He took me twice. Um, But he's God. God started giving me instructions. Now, it happened in 2011. So I'm thinking, like, this is getting ready to manifest quickly, but it didn't. What he started doing was he started small. Um, So in 2011, I kept saying, like, God, what do you want me to do uh, with this? He said, I want you to write a book. I'm like, what do you want me to write a book? Because I don't know how to write a book. I don't know anything about writing a book. <laughs> I'm not that smart. Um, he said, I'll let you know, but what he started doing was he started giving me little assignments. So like one day I was laying in the bed, um, and he said, go to McDonald's. Okay. I went to McDonald's. I'm just sitting there and I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there and this thing, you know, someone walks up to me. They ask me, Hey, just a stranger. Um, and he just starts talking. This was the first person. Um he said, like, for some reason I don't know, I just felt led over to come over here and talk to you. And I was like, oh okay. And then he sits down and he says, would you like a cup of coffee? Uh, I had just drank finished my cup of coffee because I love McDonald's coffee. I said, sure. I didn't is my
0: feel... wife by the way. <laughs> my wife loves McDonald's coffee.
1: I love McDonald's <laughs> coffee. I didn't feel like um Because I was married, I didn't feel like it was like in a way that offensive, that the guy was going to flirt with me. I literally felt like something spiritual was getting ready to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, So he got up. He went and got me a coffee. He sat down and then God told me to tell him this testimony. Wow. Um, I started telling him this testimony and the most powerful thing behind it is, is that the entire time he listened, it's like God had peace to stand still. There was no interruption, nothing. I hadn't even written the book yet. And I started telling him testimony. And then at, when I got done, he was very he was like, what happened next? What happened next? What happened next? Um, and then when I got done, God said, Now I want you to ask him would he accept my son, Mm. and then I said, he said first he said ask him are you saved, and I said are you saved, and he says no, and I said on my own I said do you go to church, and he goes no, and then I and God say ask him does he want my son, and I said do you want Jesus, and he said yes and so i led him to through to a simple with simple prayer led him to christ um after that god say now it's time to go and then he was wanting to talk more god says he said it to me twice get up and leave and i said i'm sorry i have to go um he's like could we change numbers i heard god say no I said, no, I'm sorry. And I just, God said very firm, leave. And I just left and got in the car. And when I got in the car, God, I say, when I tell you to leave the first time, I don't want to tell you the second time. He says, because I will not share my glory with anybody. He say, I, I led him. You just was the vessel. You just allow your voice to be used by me for my son to speak through you. And from that experience, I learned that when I when God speak through me, I say what God say and I I leave. Wow,
0: that's awesome.
1: Um, that experience, um, the root of Hebrews 20, 10, 26. I didn't know at the time, but God gave me the revelation on it. That's actually the central focus. That's the name of the book. The root of Hebrews ten twenty six. It's actually the root. um, So you wrote the
0: book, right? So you did. He did have you write the
1: book. I ended up writing the book in two
0: thousand and fifteen. Awesome.
1: From two thousand and eleven, I wrote the book in two thousand and fifteen. But in between that time, God revealed to me, he 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 chose me because. I have a son. He's 29 years old. He's disabled. Um, Not a result as what I was about to do, but it just ended up happening. Uh, I was going to have an abortion with my son when he was three months old. I had an appointment and everything. Actually, I was almost four months um, pregnant. I had an appointment and everything. And my sister, at the time I was living with my sister Um, and she loves to read and, you know, you know, those bookstores, I don't know if they happen anymore. Like you go to these bookstores, these dollar bookstores when they have a little paperback books, those very Mm -hmm. old books. Um, and she found one, a very, a small one, a paperback, like part of the page of the front of the page was like ripped the cover. Um, and she came in my room and she says, I don't like to read, but this particular book for some reason, I read it um she she and she she hadn't read it and she she said here sis um and she dropped it on my lap because i was sitting on the floor and i was watching tv and i turned off the tv and i just started reading it and what the book was about was this woman attempted to have an abortion with her child and the child lived but it sucked off the child's arm and that 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 scared me and so i canceled the appointment um But I feel I know that the Lord was telling me at first I got mad at God because I told him he was rubbing it in my face um, for Mm -hmm. him to choose me um, for the root of Hebrew 1026. But what's significant about that number is that my son's birthday is 1026. Oh,
0: wow. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. So God was telling me what would have happened to what would have happened to me was I was going to die. Mm. during that abortion and i was gonna go to hell mm. ultimately that's what god was telling me wow. i wouldn't i wouldn't have lived
0: oh okay. so my
1: testimony is gonna save many lives with whatever sin that a person may be struggling that's something that's so simple like what your god has called you to do pastor mark that appears so simple. God do the foolish things in the world to confound to confound the wor- The wise something that appears so simple can be so significant in people's lives.
0: Amen. Amen. <laughs> and, yeah. and you're still alive, and so was your son. Yes. How beautiful yes. is that? Wow.
1: And and actually, my son was born at 14 ounces. I ended up having him early at five months. Um, and, um, I literally fell in love with him. Um, his dad, he left because he couldn't handle it, but he kept dying in the hospital. And, um, I told God, I say, Lord, if you let him live, I would look out for him until my last breath. And God said, however he lives. I say, however he lives. And he said, okay, um, and so when I would be in the hospital, God bless Ronald McDonald's housing because they put me up every time I went to St. Petersburg, Florida to be with my son. And the doctors told me, don't leave because your voice is keeping your son alive. He said, oh, wow. every time you leave Carlos, he, um, he colds. Mm. He died three times. And the doctor said, don't leave him. And so I would go, I would sing to him, I would talk to him. Uh, my voice, my voice from the wilderness of Carlos ben and PQ led him right out of that hospital in nine months. And he actually be- ended up being on, I don't know what Pee Wee Herman's name is. You know Pee Wee Herman?
0: I-, I know of him, but yeah.
1: Yeah, well, he had a, he had a show called Miracle Network. And wow. um, for babies that like Carlos, and Carlos was the oldest baby in Pick You, and he had him on his television show. Oh, he was holding cool. him in his arms. Call and um, and it was called Miracle Network. Was the name of his show. I don't know if they still do it, but yeah. Wow,
0: yeah. wow, that is a an amazing testimony. I love, I love, um, you know, I love hearing all the different ways that God speaks. And, um, you know, like in the Bible, you know, there's you know, the hand on the wall. Uh, he spoke through a donkey, you know, like he, 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 it's, it's like when God wants to tell us something, all means necessary. He'll do however it works. So it gets your attention and he's directly, uh, sharing something that is so personal in such a way that, uh, um, that you know that you know that he loves you, that he cares enough to speak to you in that unique way. Um, yeah. I really love that uh, you, like, the, I know he talks to you on a regular basis. I just, I just know that about you. Um, but this one uh, vision, this, this, this one way that he spoke to you was so impactful. Um, I love that, uh, that he, that he encouraged you to then write a book about it because that's actually, where stacking stones came from for me too. After my cancer, he said, Hey, I want you to write and share your, share with your children. You know, How I led you through this. So it's like he, God's big on the testimony, right? He's big on yeah. not just you and I having an encounter with him, but for that to happen again. And he, he, he's not, he's not just about you and I, he's about all,
1: right.
0: all those. So if we'll go, share his testimony of will and uh, let other people know how he moved, because that is a really incredible testimony that you just shared of a vision. Really, it was a dream. So you were asleep. Um, but the vision and the dream was so like you mentioned, the clarity and the colors and even feeling heat. Um, and then he explained to you what that was about. And then afterwards, it's one of those things where you've led people to the Lord um, as he's moved through you, through that testimony, and so I love what you. Um, that is so cool. So thank you, Doctor Evelyn. Yeah. So I have a question for you. I know you mentioned that you the the book you wrote the book. Um, if someone wanted to get a hold of you um, to visit and or um, get a hold of the book, what would be the best way for someone to do that?
1: Um, they can, I can they can go on Amazon. Um, the name of the book first. The name of the book is the root. R-O-O-T of Hebrews 1026. Just type that in on Amazon or they can go to my website. Uh, Yeshuaisbuilding.org. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-I-S building.org. Just complete a contact form. Um, the Lord also gave me instructions. Any person that asks for the book, just give it to them for free. So if a person wants the book, I'm um, more than blessed to just send them the book front door. If they don't have a front door, may God bless them with a front door. But um, I am have been instructed anyone that asks for the book to give them the book. So, um, yes, amen. and just complete a contact form or email me and I'll respond and I'll make sure that they get the book.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Or coming on today um i'm just that was just super cool thank you for sharing thank you everybody for listening i hope it blessed you we're grateful that um we got to share uh, just how the lord is moving in our lives today with you so um thank you dr evelyn bless you and thank everybody else uh, for listening and watching and we'll talk to you later see you next time
1: thank you so much
0: if you would like to give a testimony of hearing God or seeing a miracle, we would love to hear from you. We invite you to pray and ask the Lord if this is the time for you to share that testimony. And if it is, we would love to hear from you. Uh, please email us. Our email is info at stackingstones.life. Info at stackingstones.life. We just pray that the testimony of Jesus will encourage you to pursue him even more. God bless you.